Welcome back. Very pleased to welcome into the studio this afternoon and to you know get his assessment of life after a little more than six months as a Springfield alderman. Ward 2's Sean Gregory here with us this afternoon. Alderman, great to have you. Thanks for taking the time. Thanks for having me. Well, it has been uh, just an eventful, I, I guess we could look back to about this time last year. We were right on top of a, a city primary, and then you uh, you ran in the general election, and at first it looked like you hadn't won, and then it turns out you did win, yeah. uh, and uh, with the, uh, the, the random ball draw, you became ultimately the alderman for Ward too, did it wind up being what you expected it to be, or did it wind up being different than what you were expecting? Um, I can't say I really knew what to expect coming in. Um, I knew I had a lot of hard work in front of me. Um, and it's been it's been all of that and much much more as far as uh, uh, work. Um, really with preparation and making sure I read over my materials before Tuesday. And and I think you know uh, once I start doing that, things start coming a lot smoother. How uh, the, just that that part of it? You know, every week there's a bunch, just a bunch of different ordinances and things. Do, do you read through everything? How much time do you have to take to really prep yourself for a weekly city council meeting? Well, I do it in two steps. I take Sundays, uh, normally the e- Sunday evening, and I read over all my material, look up things that I'm not not familiar with. I'm not gonna you know come in and act like I'm some genius or anything. Um, you know, recently it was CWP and you know just how coal plants work and things. Of that nature, and um, and then Tuesday I review uh, the the real the ones that I put a star by, so to speak, the hot topics. Um, I review those and make sure I got some notes on those and things of that nature, and and that's that's really helped me um, with my flow once I, I I you know sit down and start my my council. I saw you mentioned on uh, on on social media that that city water light and power vote was actually kind of a a tough vote for you and a and a, a complex issue to to wrestle with. I mean, uh, we have a, a getting close to a hundred year history of city water light and power. <laughs> Were here and that represented a pretty big change. They were going to retire uh, three of those coal-fired plants. Right. Uh, do, do you ever st- start to feel that weight of history on your shoulders? That you're you're one of a handful of people making decisions that really impact the future of this community. Yeah, I mean it's it's always at the forefront, and that that's one of the reasons why I wanted to you know take my time, do diligence, and, and really uh, you know do my studying so we can make a, a good decision. I know Springfield has been prideful on the whole fact of having our own uh, you know utility and power source. Um, I, know, I think we're unique. Um, you know, uh, across the state and across the country. I don't think there's too many left, if, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, I knew that was a big deal. I knew, you know, we, we had to. Uh, and ultimately, you know, it's about people, and it's about people losing jobs, and you got to weigh, you know, money versus, um, you know, people losing jobs and stuff. So you always got to, you know, make sure that you're you're doing uh, your very best when making those decisions. How would you describe your relationship with your fellow aldermen? I think it's good. Um you know, I, everyone is helpful. Um, you know, I, I lean on uh, uh, Miss Doris, uh, Alden Woman Turner, a lot because she sits right next to me. But you know, surprisingly, you know, and, and I'm honest with this, uh, Miss Mr. Redpath has been helpful. Um, he has been very, very helpful. Your um, seatmate on the other side, they're from Ward One. Yeah, he, he he's been he's been helpful. Uh, you know, he's always got a snack for me or something. Uh, you know, every Tuesday, and uh, he's been great even when we disagreed on things. He, he he's been great, and he's he, you know he's given me some advice and some tips and. Um, you know, and I didn't expect that. You know, I can't. I can't lie. I've known Chuck for more than thirty years. He's never had a snack for me, not even <laughs> once. So, I, I, uh, um, 
you're you're though um, you're different for this city council. I mean, Absolutely. you're you're much younger than than the the typical uh, Springfield alderman has been yeah. in more than than thirty years of that, and you have a perspective that not many people who served on that city council ha- have had uh, in in growing up here in Springfield. So, um, ha- has that impacted you? I mean, do, do aldermen look to you for a, a fresh perspective on some of these issues? Well, at times. Um you know, I, 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 you know, with Alderwoman uh, Turner and Alderwoman Conley, you know, I definitely uh, share my opinion a lot on the cannabis law and things of that nature and really wanted to back them up um, being from, you know, that age group. Uh, but, you know, quite frankly, you know, you're finding out that it's really all over the type of white, black, old and young um, that, that partake. So um, and I try to, you know, I try to stick my nose in and things that I that I think I, I really can help make a change or, or, or see in um uh, you know, and then I seek I seek their advice on things that that I may not be so so uh, keen on and things of that nature. So I, I I think it has helped. I think it's different. I think sometimes uh, <laughs> you know they may be a little taken back, or I might even get on you know some of my council members' nerves because I'm you know I'm pressing a little bit. I, I you know I want to come in and make good on on you know what I promised to do for our community. How do you get along with Mayor Langfelder? I get along with him good. Um, you know he. I know he has a lot on his table, and he can't just you know think about war too. But I, you know, I, I definitely call him a lot, and I definitely, uh, you know, I talk to him a lot about just really holding holding him accountable for the things that 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 we talk about on campaign season. And you know, I think he, you know, he he he's done a a good job, and you know, I, I I don't have a problem with expressing. I think last week I expressed to him that you know I really want to get the ball rolling on some projects, and you know, uh, uh, really make some some uh, measurable uh, uh, changes uh, over in our community. Because for as long as we've had an aldermanic system of government here, and it's almost thirty five years now, people have been talking about mm-hmm. uh, n- the city needing to do more in Ward Two to promote economic development and growth and stability. And we talk about it, we talk about it, we talk about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like anything's actually being done about it? Um, you know, for it's it's slow. It's lethargic at best, and and you know that's why I'm pressing so much because I, I think the time is right now. I think that the first thing that we have to do is really make some, um, on a city standpoint, and is make some changes as far as beautification on, on our end. Whether that's putting black lights down our South Grand Corridor, whether that's really making that area look a little better, and and 11th Street as well, because those two areas really affect War Two um, a lot. War Two is a residential area; it's not a you know it doesn't have a lot of space for commercial businesses, but we do have opportunities in those very two areas that I that I just discussed. So, you know, I think uh, uh, my my focus and, and the city's focus is is in that area. Right after you became the alderman, you got thrown right into the debate on the Center for Health and Housing, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. and ultimately you and Alderwoman Turner uh, took a, a stand uh, against that project. But the other eight aldermen, all white, right. uh, wanted to support it despite the objections of people right. in, in your ward and in that neighborhood. There, how how tough was that whole situation, and and did that shape your 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 relationship or your feelings about your fellow aldermen? Um. Well, you know, two things. I think much of that, um, a lot was going on before I came into office with it. And I, I, you know, for some reason, I just think everybody had their mind made up on that was the location and that's what they needed to do. And, you know, I, you know, I struggled with it for a long time. Not only one, because my, you know, I do have family that's homeless and I come from humble backgrounds um, like that. Um, So it it was hard. It was hard on me because you're making a decision on, um, 
you know, uh, that situation that can, you know, put, you know, get people off the streets and, and into warmth. So um, not not saying that we didn't have the winter warming. I mean, the winter warming shelter there, which is not ideal, but it does get people out of the cold. Um, you know, based, you know, one thing when I campaign, I, I, I promise people that, that I would really listen to our community and really do more so what the community wanted versus what I thought was best. Um, I did think there was some opportunity with, with that center um, to, to maybe change some things to, to try to work it out. Um, you know, but in the grand scheme of things, when, when we look at the, the, the location and, you know, those kids in that area, it just it just was a little risky. Um, and, you know, me, I'm a realist. I, you know, I, I'm really from that area. And, and sometimes we, we have some issues, you know, with, with, with that population that, that is not all the time good or, or safe for kids. So we got we to gotta think about that and you know it's nothing against them we'll, we'll find them a new location any chance that project's going to come back in some other form in some other location uh, I'm, I'm sure that i don't know want to say that particular project but but i'm confident that we're gonna we're gonna come with a, a solution for our homeless sh- uh, situation war two alderman sean gregory's here with us in studio you took part last night in what a really interesting panel discussion this was over in jacksonville but the title of it was called being black in a predominantly white workplace and, and i think you you qualify with that on the on the springfield city council tell me about that a little bit and and uh, and, and how how does that dynamic affect your job as all well, it affects you a little bit. Sometimes you you know you question yourself if you're asking a, a silly question or something that that you're supposed to know. Sometimes, um, and you don't want to look you know get looked at uh, uh, funny or anything. But you know I, the center you know that that center for health and housing you know situation it really helped me out. It really got me over the jitters um, quickly, um, having so many people angry and happy or, or whatever the case may be. So you know it, it has really helped me. Um, you know, really adjust and not really worry about, you know, what people think of me or not or, or me being the only person that looks like me in, in, in you know, in this situation. You know, uh, um, you know, I believe I'm the only Democratic male, you know, uh, office holder in the entire county. Um, so I, I walk with pride. And I try to I try to, you know, let people show myself to people that that, you know, I, I, I can be an asset to, to the political world and, and that I'm going to give it up my all for our community and city overall. You, of course, have the advantage of being one of only 10 people in this community with an actual vote on most of these major issues affecting the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, most people, obviously, in the community don't have that direct vote, but at mm-hmm. least they could have uh, your ear if they're in your ward. But this is a community that has, uh, you know, often we, we've heard from people of color in particular that they feel like they don't have a voice or their voice right. doesn't really get heard. Right. Is, is that your perception of it? And is, is that changing in any way? I, I, I think it is a, a true perception. You know, a lot of the times, um, you know, I think things, you know, on the East side do get overlooked, especially in war two. You know, I, I, you know, when I look at war two and just, you know, I look for measurable change, you know, it's not really there. I can't really speak on anything, but maybe, you know, 11th street redone, um, or, or some things down Capitol Avenue. So, you know, as we go forth, we, you know, as we campaign and all of us campaign and, you know, we always talk about, you know, governor's magazine and the divide and what we're going to do and how the East side needs more and this and that. And, you know, I just, I just want people to act on it and, and anything that we can do. Um, you know, I know it's not easy. It's, it's definitely not easy. Um, 
but it can be done. I think there is some opportunities, and, and, and if we truly want it, we'll do it. There are some issues coming up with direct impact on, on your ward and, and on uh, your, your constituents and things, and one of them is going to be discussed tonight. It's not specifically in your ward, but a lot of people in your area are very interested in this, and that's the Pillsbury uh, Mills site. Uh, the group called Moving Pillsbury Forward is going to come back to the city council tonight mm-hmm. to make another pitch for the city to spend up to $12 million to acquire that property, uh, knock all of those old buildings down, renovate uh, that that entire property turn it into something usable again. Uh, we've been talking about this for a while now. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I, you know, as with any project like that, it's, it's it's a major deal. You know, with some of the background of, of of who owns it, who doesn't own it, and things like that, it's just very risky for the city to purchase it without you know major liability coming coming to us. So that's something that we have to you know think about. You, you know, you got taxpayer money and things of that nature that you got to think about. Um, but if we can line up all the dots from a federal to to the state level, I think that that we have a, a chance to take action on it. Um, you know, those dots take take a lot of hard work from a lot of people. Um, I don't know if we're there yet or even close to that. But you know, uh, one thing that that I have assured that community that that is in my ward around Pillsbury is that you know I'm doing everything that I can to try to help line up those dots and and, and make a smooth transition into something beautiful. Do you feel like if if you and, and moving Pillsbury forward can can get all those puzzle pieces to fit together, would the city go ahead? Because Mayor Langfelder has has said he's got no real interest in doing this. This is again an an issue that is it's easy to ignore if you don't live in that immediate vicinity, if you don't live in that neighborhood. Do you think the city would actually go that extra mile to do something of importance to that neighborhood? Well, it would take a lot of work on my behalf with my other aldermen to just just really um, explain to them, hey, look, we, we have, you know, federal dollars secured, we have state dollars secured, and all we have to do, um, you know, as a city is, is take possession of this, and then we'll quickly get reimbursed or, or however it, it shakes out, you know, and, and we're just not there yet. So it's not something that I'm prepared to do or or, 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 or push because we're, we're just not there. We haven't lined up those dots. We've seen in recent days already an uptick in gun violence yeah. across our community uh, yeah. on the east side of Springfield, but also we had shootings over in Jerome and everything, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, you know, starting this early in the season, yeah. it's, it's kind of a, a worrisome sign. What do you want to see the city do to get a better handle on gun violence? Well, we definitely got to be proactive. Um, you know, I, you know, it's funny that you asked me that, Jim. I, uh, you know, Mr. Leach, I was thinking about that last it's night. It's I know, Jim. I know. But um, <laughs> I was thinking about that last night, and I was like, you know, Sean, you got to be proactive in this, and and really just trying to toss around some ideas, you know, in my head on on how I can help. And and I I, I think you know, for my particular award, you know, I I have a you know get a hand. I have to get a handle on some of these. Um, you know, just see, you know, events or, 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 you know, private parties and things that may linger into the night and, you know, and, and put some regulation to them before we get, you know, too out of hand because I know how it goes. I'm from the area. Um, but on the flip side, some, some of these things are just so hard to, to really put a stop. I mean, it, it's, it's hard to control the individual, you know, from, from, you know, going out and, you know, doing what they want to do. But, you know, we, we have a lot of work to do with our community, with, with, with just young people. And, you know, some of the, some of the beefs that they're getting into is, is some of it's just silly and, and, and really has, you know, no merit. Well, will, will they listen to somebody like you? I mean, we, we've talked for a long time. I've been to, to marches mm-hmm. and, and church meetings and so many things over the years where they talk about the 
need to communicate to young people that there's better options than violence, better options than picking up a gun, mm-hmm. and yet so many young people still go that route. Yeah. Can, can can you reach them in a way that other people have not been able to? I, th- I think I have the ability to, um, you know, being from that, you know, that culture and, and you know, like I said, I haven't been an angel all my life, so I, I definitely understand what's going on out here. Um so so definitely I, I have that ability, but it's going to take more than just me. It's going to take other other uh, members of the community uh, who are like me. Um, and, and, you know, unfortunately, it's not going to be the pastors and, 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 and people who, who may not come across this a lot. It's going to be some some people from the from the streets who who have changed their lives, who are doing better now to go back to their cousins and nieces and nephews and say, hey, guys, there's a better way. And, you know, and we have some opportunities on the city side. We've got the Focus Deterrent Program. You know, I want to get with Chief. I have some ideas for that to try to, you know, see if we can help, uh, you know, whatever amount of young people that we collect in that program to, you know, get into some trade programs and things that we have. you got a real balancing act uh, when it comes to police because you, you, you need mm-hmm. their help Absolutely. to get you know the real bad guys off the streets, mm-hmm. but you also have to make sure that it doesn't go too far and people start getting harassed right. just for being in a neighborhood or just for being out with their friends or, or for whatever. How do you feel your relationship is with the Springfield Police Department? And part of the reason right. I ask you yeah. about this, you, yeah. you, you know about this, uh, there was a, a thing on, uh, on social media mm-hmm. a couple of weeks back mm-hmm. uh, suggesting that maybe you had some kind of a run-in with it with an officer at the Springfield Absolutely. City Tournament. Another cop got on social media and was talking mm-hmm. a little bit of smack. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's going on there? Well, that's that's that really goes into the point. Uh, you know, where, where I come from, we don't have a, a huge trust in police, and and some of us unjust, and some of us just. Um, so me, you know, crossing crossing over, and now I'm an alderman and things. I I still live with that. I still, you know, uh, you know, one of the differences differences between me and many of our council members up there is they don't have to worry about getting pulled over when they when they leave. I do. You know, I've been through that, and and you know, sometimes you have a um, a preset thing that that goes with you, and 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 and. You you know you don't give people a fair chance, even on both sides. You know, uh, so so that particular instance, it really was no big deal. You know, me me and that gentleman, we we talked and and we really handled it like men should when they have a problem with each other. Um, and and quite frankly, I can say that that I have a better understanding for what police and what police do um, from that conversation. Um, I actually you know had a, a incident where I was pulled over. You know, after that incident, and 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 it really made me handle it a lot differently um, or else, you know, I would have been like I, I used to be in arguing the point and, and things of that nature, which which often doesn't go well. Um, so so that situation, you know, like I said, I think it got a little blown out of proportion. It really wasn't as serious as, as some wanted to make it. Uh, and you're be. on good terms with the officer that you, you had the, the discussion with at the city tournament. But then another officer was, was out there, too, and, and, and mm-hmm. saying some things and talking a little bit of smack. Yeah. So I guess it, it raises the question again, uh, how do you encourage young men mm-hmm. in, in your ward, in your constituency, yeah. to, to be trustful of the police, to cooperate with the police when they still feel like right. or they see looks like the cops are are being aggressive even to somebody right. like you you're an alderman for right, crying out right. loud well i think i think we have to we have to have we have to judge everything individually and I, and I think that's why the situation where it was it was a situation between me and another guy one person and now other people got to get into it and that's the same thing with me when when i get stopped i have to judge that stop on 
that situation and not everything else that's happened to me in my life. Because if I do, then he's not going to get a fair shot of what he's doing in his job. And the same thing for them on their side. They have to judge that and not every stop that they've had, whether they've all been black, all black people or whether they've all been white people, they have to judge that stop and, and that situation for, for that. Alderman Sean Greg, before I let you go, you've got uh, something called the Gregory Youth Foundation. Tell me about that. Uh, it's a foundation that that we I really converted over from. I, I used to do basketball, of course, for a long time, uh, Springfield Lions Youth Basketball. And we, we converted that over into a youth youth program because we was doing so much more than basketball. We was, you know, taking gifts to the Soldier Center and many of our uh, crisis nursery where, where, where my, me, myself, had stayed at when I was a young person. Um, so we just really wanted to change that up and, and really just make a, a more of a foundation and uh, where we could do events or back to school um, uh, we do the future leaders breakfast, um, just really anything to, to host a nice little event out in our community and, you know, give back to our pe- young people. You know, I, 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 I'm so busy now, you know, it takes me away from the things that I used to do and I used to love. And, you know, I still love that. So that's, this gives me a way to, you know, stay close to the young people. You can find out more about that. They're on Facebook, Gregory Youth Foundation, Alderman Sean Gregory, Ward 2. you got a meeting coming up at 5 o'clock, so better let you get to it. Thanks for your time Thank this afternoon. You. Really I appreciate, appreciate it. You.